Hello, and welcome to the Geekiest Podcast, where we sit around and talk to our friends about all things geeky, all the while giving each other geek points to determine who is the geekiest. Welcome to the Geekiest. My name is Joe. My pronouns are he, him. Hello, I'm Kayla, and my pronouns are she, her. I'm Will, he, him, and very tired. As you as you have much deserved tiredness, sir. Rightfully so. Um, if you are following the podcast social feed over the weekend, you will see that we had many dispatches from Will from Florida Supercon in Miami. And uh, guess what we're going to talk about then today? Um, Superman? Yeah. The rain. It's raining. Lots of rain. <laughs> uh, okay, see, my notes um, that we're going to talk about Supercon and then the Clerks trailer and then get into geek news. So, sure. Let's do that. I like your plan. I mean, <laughs> otherwise, very much like being a DM, I will just toss my notes out and we will talk about the rain and Superman. <laughs> dare you make notes right what's wrong with you you know that's like jinxing everything it doesn't matter it was just on a post-it okay that makes it better <laughs> so will you went to supercon i i did and it was an absolute blast i'm so glad you had a good time absolute blast oh dear lord so there there was just you know i i, I got there on and I walked the show floor for a solid six hours and I barely did. I didn't think I even got through artist alley in six hours. Wow. So holy crap. Um, if you're going to do this, you, you really, you got to make it, you got to do the weekend thing. Cause you're not going to see everything in one day. I mean, there was just there was so much between Artist Alley and all of the, all of the shops and the, the 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 marketplace, and then panels on top of, on top of panels and autographs and photo ops and cosplay everywhere. You just you needed time to just take it all in. Yeah, it's like Disney. No way you can do it in one day, huh? Uh, not and get a good ex- not not and get the best experience out of it. Mm-hmm. We had a couple um, of our uh, our former guests that were artists uh, there this weekend. I I talked to God, pretty much everybody, pretty much everybody. I tried anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know if it would be possible to to like oh my god did so many, but I know. Um, I know we had at least one guest there. Who was there? Adri. Oh, yes. Yes, she was there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, with her resin stuff, as I believe, while cosplaying. Because mm-hmm. she's a badass. She is a badass. Also want to send out a congratulations to her and Juan for their engagement. Yeah, that's right. Yay. That's so super cool. So give us the highlights. So were there any artists that, that stuck out for you? Uh, 
Yeah, there were. Um, you have to give me a minute. I don't have. I'm not prepared like Joe. I don't have notes. No post-its for you. No, no, no post-its for me. <laughs> um, I, I really enjoyed talking with Dirk Manning, who is the uh, co-writer on Tony uh, Schiavone's uh, comic book about his life. Hmm. Um, I, I really enjoyed talking to him and about his other his, his other projects, um, Nightmare World, uh, Right or Wrong. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed talking to him. Um, there is a gentleman by the name of uh, Eddie Avila. He has written a book called Day One, the Comic. Uh, which looks absolutely amazing. The artwork is fantastic. Uh, hopefully we can get him on here soon. Yeah, that would be great. Ooh. Sorry, Joe, you're going to have a little bit of editing to do here. Not a problem. Yeah, my stuff's all over the place. Sorry, Joe. I have not organized yet today. <laughs> That's okay. I kind of derailed you. It's my fault. Oh, no, it's okay. I wasn't prepared to talk about individual artists. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it's just I, I was, I was ill prepared. It took me a little while to get back home today. Traffic and rain. Um, sorry. But I, I spent most of the day Friday talking with uh, artists and uh, cosplayers, and I, I got the the privilege of uh, meeting Dapper Danielle from TikTok. Awesome. Who was kind enough to send Kayla a little message. Oh my god, I'm going to treasure that forever. That was so cool. Thank you. You're very welcome. I love her. She's adorable. Uh, it, it was actually kind of funny. She made a TikTok about how she was going to Supercon and for some reason the algorithm decided that only 10% of her followers needed to see that video. I was like, ah, that's rude. Right? Peace. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I kind of spent the day on Friday talking with artists and hit and walking through Artist Alley. And uh, Saturday, I spent pretty much the entire day upstairs hitting all of the panels. Um, with the exception of Friday. Friday was Donnie Bosco, who was the voice of Zuko. He was oh, yeah. also a voice in Star Wars Rebels along with Rufio from Hook, should you need to go back that far. Mm -hmm. He had a lot of great stories to tell. I can imagine. Um, He's a cool uh, guy, from at least what I've seen. It, when he was filming Hook, uh, he would go to the set on his days off so that he could soak up knowledge from the likes of Robin Williams and Steven Spielberg and Dustin Hoffman. And mm -hmm. Julia Roberts. Oh my god. And Maggie Smith. I, I mean, just. Yeah, you soaked that up. The cast, uh, the, if you're going to be around legends, mm -hmm. why the hell wouldn't you want to be there to take it all in as much as you possibly could? Oh, yeah, that's super smart. I wouldn't want to left, leave that set either. Um, I, I follow him on uh, TikTok. Because, of course, I do. Um, and he does, every so often, he does, like, a, uh, it's just, like, royalty check dinner uh, 
special, so it's he will pull one of his royalty checks that he's received that day or that week and see what he can actually afford to go eat off that one <laughs> check. Uh-oh. There have been a few times where he's like, ooh, I don't even know if I can go to Taco Bell. <laughs> so, but it is, it's interesting. There's another, there's another actress uh, I was following where she does that, where she opens up her royalty checks for that week or whatever and goes through like what she made that week off of royalties and I don't know just just that idea that they send you like a dollar eighty a dollar eighty seven cent check <laughs> that I'm just going to that probably costs the whole process more than that check's valued. Right. Yeah. Yeah my stepdad still gets those every once in a while and it's usually like you know 50 cents or something like that. <laughs> But hey, man, you know, fifty cents. Why you got? That's why you got to keep working and watch your money. Mm -hmm. So, for those who are following our social media, I think we can all say the big picture of the weekend was when you got a snap of Adam Savage from his panel. Yeah. Oh my God. Is he amazing in person? Tell me he's amazing in person. He was absolutely amazing and incredibly personable. Um, he, he did a solid hour Q and a, uh, it actually, wow. I think it went over by about 10 minutes. Oh. Um, but no intro, no, uh, uh, well, there was a little video intro, which was about 45 seconds long. Uh, but no, there was no, you know, person in the suit and tie up there talking with him and, and taking up a lot of time. He dove right into the questions, um, answered all of them. Incredible. Some incredibly good ones, um, was incredibly funny. He, he was absolutely amazing to take in, in person. Um, I, I, I lose geek points when I say that I wasn't really familiar with who he was for a long time until I saw a Ted talk that he had done. Hmm. Uh, and if you have not seen his Ted talk on cosplay, go see oh, it. It is mm -hmm. so good. It is life changing. Mm -hmm. uh, I, when I saw that, I then became interested in who he was and what he did. And I was enamored from that point on. So that that was the that was the big deal for me for 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 the weekend was being able to sit there and take it all in and I, I kind of forgot that I was there to take pictures and, and and talk about what he was talking about because I was so engrossed that I forgot what I was doing because I was enjoying myself. Uh, well, you gotta enjoy so, yourself. That's yeah. I would have taken video had they allowed me, but they wouldn't. So mm. yeah, kind of had to be there. Uh, but other panels that they had, uh, they, they had the, the Oliver and James Phelps uh, were there for they if you they were Fred and George Weasley and Harry Potter. Uh, they had an incredible panel as well. Uh, they did quite a bit of Q and A uh, about their time in, in Potter and things that they have done since then, uh, which they have a new show that just premiered. Uh, foreign hbo which will hopefully be coming to the states soon uh and that is called fantastic friends uh it's where they go and uh, it's a six-part series where they go to 
interesting places and take on some some challenges while being joined with friends of theirs uh, from showbiz. So oh. I actually am looking forward to it. It, it. it looks looks like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Hopefully that does come to American HBO. Oh, I'm sh- I'm sure it will sooner or later. I'm sure it will sooner or later. Yeah, I've seen a few interviews with the Daryl grown up now. Oh, they're they're very much grown up. They're they're in their god mid to late thirties now at this point. I'm, I think. Oh, that hurts. Oh, that's okay. I have things that will make you hurt for geek news. Oh I, I have, boy, I have so much more. <laughs> uh, the one panel that I didn't get to see because I had to catch a train was for my, was Michael Rooker's uh, panel on Sunday. Um, I was kind of hoping to see it, but unfortunately, time just wouldn't allow. He's a cool uh, guy. A uh, friend of mine um, has a, a son who has muscular dystrophy, and they were there this weekend cosplaying. And uh, her son got a really cool picture and autograph with Rooker. Um, as I recall, when we talked to uh, when we when we had Beth, the Chalk Girl, on. Uh, Michael Rooker, uh, she had done one of him as Yondo, and uh, like he told the con folks, like, go get a ladder because we're taking a picture with this, <laughs> and like, like had her come stand over by where he was doing signings, and then got down on the floor with the big chalk drawing, and uh, that she did with you know, like the two of them were laying next to it for the picture. So he's such a cool guy. He sounds like it, you know, and it's chocolate covered pretzels. <laughs> take your geek point you're gonna make me put up the scoreboard today no 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 um i'm as as a producer person um i uh have declared that there is only one geekiest this week oh and that is that is the man the myth the legend will for, for hard work you put in for the weekend i agree i second that emotion I, I I hate to contradict you, but it was not hard work at all. I, I, <laughs> it was it was thoroughly enjoyable work. Good. You're, I believe your feet would disagree with you, sir. I I never said that. Good, you know. Hey, all good thing, all magic comes with a price, dearie. That's true. It takes See? a few points. Further proofing that you are the geekiest <laughs> for today. Um. But yeah, Saturday was mainly uh, me me up in panels, kind of bouncing around. Um, God, there were so many good panels, uh, and some that you would never never think about. Uh, I, I watched a significant portion of a diversity panel, which was absolutely amazing. Um, God, there's so many great artists and writers out there that have great stories to tell. Uh, and are just looking for an opportunity to do it. I love it when so, you find entertainers that are good storytellers. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it was absolutely amazing. Uh, so many cosplays. I, I, you just, you don't realize how many they are. Are there? How many there are until you get out onto the show floor, and it's you try to take a picture of one, and three more awesome cosplays walk past you. And there's just you don't know which way to turn. 
absolutely fantastic. Uh, if you get an opportunity to go to a, a, a con, if you've never been, you really have no idea what you're missing, but really immerse yourself in it because one day is not going to be enough. For sure. And bring very comfortable shoes. Bring several and- pairs of very comfortable <laughs> shoes. <laughs> and possibly a folding stool. No, you don't want to carry that around. <laughs> I was carrying a backpack and that was a little too much. <laughs> but it was it was great to see people. It was great to talk to people. Uh, picked up a lot of new friends of the show. Uh, I, I, I think that the best cosplay that I saw this entire weekend was a, a group that was doing the, the, the Avatar of the Last Airbender. Uh, they were absolutely fantastic. Uh, oh, I saw that in one of their pictures. Great. They did like every one of them. Yep, they they did every one of them, including a, 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 including Boleyn, which was kind of cool. Um, the young lady who was who, who was dressed up as Toph, I I got her mid laugh, which was <laughs> absolutely amazing. And, and as soon as I saw the picture, I was like, "The Melon Lord has come to Florida Comic Con, come to Florida <laughs> SuperCon." That's awesome. <laughs> Very cool. But it was very neat. I can't wait to do it again. Um, we are looking to, uh, I've already looked into uh, a couple of upcoming cons. So here's hoping. Yeah, that'd be super cool. Yeah, yeah. And we would know in advance this time and give people some warning to find you. Well, I, you know, it's, it's really nobody's fault. Uh, the, the notification was a little last minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I gotta be honest, was a bit surprised with how last minute that was, but it was pretty yeah. cool, though. It was. It, it, it was very cool. And I'm glad that it was able to come together as quick as it did. Mm-hmm. We are very thankful for you for going and doing that. We get to live vicariously through you. Yay! <laughs> So there's a couple of upcomings that I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking at uh, Ultracon, which is going to be in West Palm, uh, August 27th and 28th. Uh, PalmCon is September 17th, also in West Palm. Uh, there's a couple also in September, Otaku and Necromonicon. Those are happening the same weekend in different cities. I don't know if I'll be able to make that, but absolutely <laughs> looking forward to, to, to SuperCon next year uh, and MegaCon. Yeah, which I didn't realize how many cons we have in South Florida. Oh, there's tons of them. Yep. Yeah, I did not realize how many until this year. Like, I always knew, like, SuperCon, you know, stuff like that because I was involved with it, but I hadn't realized how many there are now. So. Lots of opportunities to do fun stuff. Yeah. If you're looking for a con in your area that you may not know about, um, I I found a website that is very good. It has direct links to a lot of them, if not all of them. Uh, These people are not a sponsor, but if they would like to be, hey, you know, (laughs) geekiest pod on all the socials. Uh, It's fancons.com, F-A-N-C-O-N-S.com. Uh, you can sort it out by year, type, location, and in what state. 
So if you are in North Carolina, you can all you can go to North Carolina and they will tell you that on August 5th through 7th of 2022 at the Sheridan Charlotte Hotel in Charlotte, North Carolina, you have the Queen City Anime Convention 2022. So they have you you can go and take a look by your state, what type of con you want to go to. and find out all the good deets so that you can go and enjoy yourself at a con. Cool. See, my dog tells you that you have to go and do this. Yeah. Must obey the dog. Must obey the puppies. Oh, well, that's super cool. I'm glad you had a good time. I hope you're recovering. I, I am indeed. I am indeed. I am still working on a as many photos as I have already posted between Twitter and Instagram, I still have oodles more to get to. Um, they will be coming in the next couple of days. I just, I can't just sit down and process. This is a big number, 800 and some odd pictures. Oh, yeah, that's googly, googly. That, is, oh, that was a lot to process for sure. Yes, so they 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 will be coming. Uh, stay tuned. Check cool. it out on the Instagram take... and on the Twitter. We'll get to get a little bit every day for a while, huh? Yeah, that's it. Cool. Very cool. So that was number one thing on the posted note. Mm-hmm. Love checking things off of lists. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, number two thing on the list, uh, before this weekend on the sixth, uh, last week, uh, the trailer for Clerks 3 dropped. Yes, and, it did. And yeah, if they could get any more meta, <laughs> it's like Kevin Smith was sitting around high one night watching like Victor Victoria and Inception and went, I can do better. Take a geek point. Take two geek points yeah. for that. Yeah. Take your geek points. Mm. Um, no, we weren't doing those tonight. Well, you can still get them. Doesn't mean you're okay. going to win. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's fixed, okay? It's, it's... it's totally fixed tonight. <laughs> okay, so the list goes Joe, Kayla, Will, Infinity. <laughs> Has the affinity points. Yes. <laughs> and beyond. Yay. Still haven't seen that. Really need to see that. Same. I want to go. I want to go see it. I want to go see it with my youngest, but he doesn't want to go see it in theaters. So maybe we should make a geekiest field trip and go see Lightyear. Oh. Excuse me, uh, Mr. Producer. We would like a field trip, please. Uh, lo- love you guys, but if we're going to take a, a, a field trip to a theater, uh, uh, um, I feel the need. Need for speed? <laughs> yes. Yes, please. <laughs> See, I, I was I was feeling thunder and love, so, you know. Well, we'll just uh, have to... Triple feature? What? There we go. <laughs> triple feature. We're just going to spend an entire day at a movie theater. That's going to be a genius special. We're going to report after each one. Oh Lord! Oof! <laughs> Oof! I mean, I, I can only imagine that that last one will be be about as goofy as the uh, the the review that we did after the uh, the reboot Roadshow. Oh my God! 
<laughs> Which we, we have to take a look and see if the uh, Clerks 3 Roadshow will be coming into our yeah. area. Seriously. I would like to go see Mr. Mr. Smith again, please. Maybe we can even give him a t-shirt this time. I mean, you know, I'm sure we could figure it out this time. <laughs> Get the right tickets. Anyhow. So, so yeah. follow us for all the upcoming stuff. And so there was a trailer and it's super meta. How much do we give away? Because like people haven't, I don't know if people seen it yet. Can you spoil a trailer? I mean, I, I guess maybe we shouldn't get too deep into it, but uh, oh, here, here, here. We'll, we'll. I, I, I have, I have a solution for this. Okay. Okay. So if you're listening to this podcast right now and you have not seen the trailer for Clerks Three, pause. Go to YouTube and watch it. It's you're free. Pause now. Okay, welcome back. Now we're going to talk about Clerks 3 with shitloads of spoilers, so you've been fucking warned. Hey, good job, Will. Look at you, solving issues. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's what I do, man. <laughs> Resident problem solver. Uh, so, as we said, it's pretty meta because the premise is that Randall, of the Dante and Randall uh crew uh oh, suffers a heart attack <laughs> much like uh kevin smith did a few years back and uh after said heart attack decides he's going to make a movie of his own because he has watched all the movies what happens when you work in a video store for 20 years yes um video store or they would watch the movies in the convenience store on the vhs which i'm assuming at some point they upgraded to dvd I don't know, man. Kevin had a thing against DVDs for a while. It's true, but then he then he started. He fell in love with the the Blu-rays, yeah, uh, because he is like most of us, you know, all about this the extra features. Mm-hmm. But he still won't do a box set yet. Yet he swore. I have heard so many interviews with him where he absolutely swore he would never do a box set of his stuff. Yep. Part of the problem with also is uh, who owns what of his stuff. Uh, at at some point in time, at some point in time, someone will wave enough money in front of his face, and he'll go, "Okay, or it's, it's gonna, gonna yeah, you know, or he's gonna like hand the company over to Harley, and she's gonna go, ah, I'm making a box set just to fuck with my dad." I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> so yeah but yeah so they, it looks really good yes it does looks it like looks fun. really good um and and you have to love especially when you get that meta uh so yeah you know the easter eggs are going to be nuts Mm-hmm. absolutely uh and my favorite little tidbit is if you've seen the trailer which you just did while we were paused um there is a scene where uh you see Elias, and apparently he has got a sidekick. Uh, that sidekick um, happens to be Harley Quinn Smith's boyfriend, who uh, spent the pandemic lockdown with the Smith family. Oh goodness! Uh, that uh, awkward. Yeah. Which, which he, uh, I believe, Kevin referred to him as my uh, son in quarantine. 
So, but yeah, it looks like they have all the original crew plus uh, Elias and uh, Rosario Dawson uh, back from Clerks 3. Clerks 2. Clerks 2, you're correct. This is Clerks 3. Um, and, uh, and of course, there's Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, and I got to give Rosario Dawson kudos because, like, this woman, I mean, okay, first of all, she's amazing. Goes from having just come off of, like, filming Star Wars or, or somewhere, I don't know the, the lineage or, like, when they filmed exactly, but basically she went from being on screen for Star Wars to coming back to Clerks 3 and she's down with it all. Yeah, when I, I think I remember seeing the announcement and like he was saying, it was just like, you want to be in this? And she was like, yep. <laughs> Which is that we just got to make the time work. But yep. Yeah. Yeah. That she she never she never got to a point where she was like, oh, I'm Ahsoka now. So now I don't have to, you know, now I'm not going to do these silly little films, which are not silly little films anymore. They're gigantic. Um but yeah, like she's down for, you know, playing that serious role and then being goofy with the guys, you know, and I love that. Well, as, as Ben Affleck said in a great movie, sometimes you just got to do the safe picture. Then you can do the art picture. And then sometimes you got to do the payback picture because your friend says you owe him. <laughs> I, I thought that was going to be the quote coming out of you. That's another geek point for your infinity score. Uh, and in just case the, you the, the ticket the uh, dates that have already been announced for the Clerks Three Roadshow are uh, September fourth, uh, Red Bank, New Jersey; September sixth, Portland, Maine; uh, September seventh, Glenside, Pennsylvania; September eighth, Providence, Rhode Island. And if you're looking at a if you're looking at a map, going what the fuck? Who scheduled this shit? Me too. Uh, September 8th, Providence, Rhode Island. September 9th, New York, New York at the Beacon Theater. That would be the one that I would want to go to. Oh. Just because it's the fucking Beacon Theater. Right. Um, September 10th, Washington, D.C. at the Warner Theater. Again, another theater that I would love to go to. Uh, September 11th, Richmond, Virginia. September 20th, Boulder, Colorado. The 22nd. Uh, Denver, Colorado, 25th, Seattle, Washington. Uh, that's the 25th and the 26th. Uh, 27th, Salem, Oregon. September 30th, San Francisco. October 2nd, San Diego. And then uh, October 4th in Los Angeles. And currently wrapping October 5th in Anaheim. I'm sure that there will be a round two to those because he always tends to add yeah. more dates and times. Uh, more information probably at Comic-Con San Diego. He has said that that will be where he puts out much more information. Mm -hmm. So nothing close to us yet, but we're keeping our fingers crossed. Well, it all depends on how you, how you uh, define close. This is true. Within a drive. No. (laughs) Long weekend road trip. Uh, Joe, we're going to New York. (laughs) <laughs> I, I was going to say I, I at least if we go to Richmond or DC I know somebody we can crash with there you go hey if we're going to go to New York well, there's tons of places we can crash stoops stairwells subway 
You know, I, I gotta say, if you're if you're gonna do some public sleeping, Penn Station is really the best place for your public sleeping needs. I saw many people do it while I was taking trains. It's enough. There, there's a way to do it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I personally would go for like parks, but I hear those get dangerous after dark. Some of them do. Uh, <laughs> hey, if you'd like to. If you happen to be near any of these places where the uh, where the, the the convenience tour is going to be going, <laughs> would like to put up the three of us, the geekiest podcast on social media. <laughs> oh goodness! You just have to promise not to harvest any of our organs. Yeah, they're all bad anyway. So you can have a kidney. <laughs> I, I I only need one. I'm I'm pretty sure I only have one good one. So you're out of luck there. I'm just uh, I'm just stingy with my organs, so <laughs> yeah. Okay, yes, you are. <laughs> that took a dark turn. Um, well, while while we're here on the dark side, oh um, yay! Uh, I have the sad news. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this past week we lost James Con. Oh yeah. Uh, who had passed away at the age of eighty-two. Uh, this guy, oh lord, what a life! Uh, between the movies, the TV, the extracurricular activities that took place in his world, uh, good lord, uh, I, I hope he he told lots and lots of stories as somebody who's going to write a really good book. Uh, the defining role came as Sonny Corleone. In Francis Ford Coppola's *The Godfather*, uh, nominated for an Oscar, uh, and honestly, I, I, on a, I don't know that I could see anybody else. Oh no, oh, playing no. him. No, he he was the perfect to play the hothead, older brother. Absolutely. I think one of my favorite James Con roles was uh, the the '70s Rollerball. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, not quite on the same uh, size of actor, but we also lost uh, Tony Sirico, who, uh, if you were a fan of The Sopranos, he was Polly Walnuts. Uh, he was uh, just uh, three months shy, I believe, of his 80th birthday. Three weeks shy of his 80th birthday. Um, but he uh, had been diagnosed with dementia a few years back and was actually down here in South Florida in an assisted living facility. Uh, before becoming a actor, he was, uh, he was in trouble himself. Uh, did a little time for, for beating people up and stealing stuff. So, but then uh, turned it around and uh, became an actor and redemption. Yeah. Redemption. It is and, possible. Yeah. And uh, I know I was reading somewhere that he was, uh, when James Gandolfini passed away a few years back, he was uh, incredibly hurt by that. Uh, they had been close friends, and they used to, the two of them used to go do the the USO tours over to Afghanistan and Iraq. Uh, and uh, I was read a quote where he said, "Him and Jimmy couldn't hug these guys enough." So Aww. I think that kind of says everything. That's sweet. And I, I have some breaking news. Uh -huh. Oh, breaking news. Um, yeah, this this came through like an hour ago. So 
I have already posted this to the Twits. So if you're following me on Twitter, you've already seen the picture. If you haven't seen this picture, you can go onto my Twitter and look at it. Uh, Geek East will look at it. It's awesome. I'm showing it to Kayla and Joe now. Boom. Oh, the James Webb. The first full color infrared picture from the James Webb telescope. If you ever wanted to feel small in the world, take a look at this picture. Because those are not stars. Those are galaxies. Oh, my God. Feel that small? Is... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that kind of makes me feel better. Uh, according to NASA, this is their tweet. It's here, the deepest, sharpest infrared view of the universe to date. Uh, Webb's first deep field. Uh, it shows galaxies once invisible to humans. Uh, the full set of the web's first full color images and data will be coming out July 12th. Uh, so by the time this airs, you can go and look at all of them. But dear Lord, when you look at not just the big Pete, not, not just the big blurs of light, but the little dots in the background, those are all galaxies. I've been, I've been reading about the 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 stuff that's supposed to come out tomorrow, and I believe this one is. So it's, it's someone. I think Hank Green uh, said something to the effect of, uh, be, "the the reason we're able to see so far, um, James Webb is the the best man made lenses ever." Um, but this is using something called a gravitational lens um, that the galaxies that are the, the the two big galaxies that are in the center of the picture are so massive that they actually make a, a lens. Um, so you're viewing deep, deep space through this gravitational lens. That is super cool. Uh, Star Wars has posted to this subject, uh, and I'm quoting, it's beautiful to see galaxies that are far, far away. Ah. <laughs> That's Geek great. point to Star Wars social media person. Oh yeah, you've earned it. Take <laughs> it. Um, yeah, they're saying pretty much what you see there is as as close to the because you have to remember as you're looking and you're saying, oh, that's you know, however many you know millions or billions of light years away, you're looking back in time. Um, and they're saying this is somewhere between 13 and 14 billion light years away. So you're looking back to almost the Big Bang. Wow. Just, yeah, let that. Science cool. Um, some of the other things. That's so good. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's some other really cool stuff that they are, uh, looking to study with it. Um. The one that kind of I am just blown away with is there, there's an exoplanet, uh, a gas giant somewhat smaller than Jupiter. And using wavelengths, they'll be able to tell what the makeup of the clouds and surface of the planet are based off of the light coming back. Oh, wow. And this, this planet is a thousand light years away. How cool is that? So, whew, science. 
So it's Sorry. con we're not going to be able to send Will to, unfortunately. It's San Diego Comic-Con. Not this year, Will. Maybe next year. No. <laughs> Don't want to go to San Diego? Uh, it is part of my dream vacation, but not this year. Yeah. My, my dream vacation is E3 and then Comic-Con. Oh, so, that'd be cool. You might need at, new feet. Yeah. Yes. At Comic-Con this year, uh, Paramount Pictures and E1 have announced that Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves will be in Hall H. Yes, uh, this looks so cool. Uh, the whole going, movie or just a trailer? Uh, well, trailer plus an interactive and immersive tavern experience. The Hall H panel is going to take place on Thursday, July 21st at 12 Pacific time, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Guests attending the panel are invited to join the party and watch for exciting developments as cast and filmmakers appear on stage. Uh, presumably, this will include co-directors Jonathan Goldstein and John Francis Daly. Please yell out Agent Sweets. Um, as well as cast members Chris Pine, Michelle Rodriguez, Reggie Jean Page, Justice Smith, Sophia Lillis, uh, Chloe Coleman, Jay-Z Head, and uh, Hugh Grant. Um, han- uh, panel attendees will receive an exclusive collectible uh, Dungeons & Dragons Honor Among Thieves poster. Um, and then Paramount will be bringing the uh, D&D world to life with their one-of-a-kind tavern experience. Patrons can visit the tavern for a peek inside the world of Honor Among Thieves. Inside, visitors will find a 20-minute immersive experience for unique photo ops, exclusive takeaways, and a chance to sip on Dragon Brew while interacting with your favorite Dungeons & Dragons creatures and characters, plus a few surprise moments you won't want to miss. Uh, I'm going to say that there's probably going to be a mimic. <laughs> um, Boss Logic is creating the custom artwork to be printed. And Quincy's Tavern uh, led the recipe direction for the tavern's dragon brew. Uh, I am so excited that he got to do that. I love Quincy so much. Yes. Uh, You should be watching him on TikTok. Yeah. Whatever socials. Uh, Located in the heart of Gaslamp Quarter on the corner of 6th Avenue and Island Avenue, the Dungeon Dragons Honor Among Thieves Tavern Experience will be open to the public uh, Thursday through Saturday. on Thursday, 12 to 10, Friday, 10 to 8, and Saturday, 10 to 8. Uh, do make sure you check in. Uh, there is an RSVP site to launch soon. So uh, it's going to be one of those you can either have reservations or be on a standby first come, first serve basis line. So, uh, and in case you're wondering, they have both Dragon Brew, alcoholic and non alcoholic, in case we have uh, we patrons. Or people that don't drink. Or people that don't drink. Because I think I would probably take the non-alcoholic. I'm not a big drinker. And Will, I saw yes. something today that should make your heart feel happy. Oh, do tell. ESA and Read Pop have announced that they are getting together to revive E3. Yay. Uh, as we, we've talked about earlier, the last two years, uh, E3 has been canceled. Uh, and the previous year before that, they were virtual. Uh, so a lot of folks were getting, were, were questioning what was going to continue to happen with E3. Um, so the event is set to return June 2023 at the LA Convention Center. 
Read Pop, which is the organizers behind PAX, Star Wars Celebration, New York Comic Con. Uh, it's Florida part of Supercon. Florida Supercon, um, which they retweeted or they were involved in a retweet of one of your stuff. Woohoo! Uh, they partner are partnering with ESA to bring back uh, E3. Uh, talking about bringing it back, uh, Lance Festerman, Fensterman of Read Pop said. It's a tremendous honor and privilege for Reed Pop to take on the responsibility of bringing E3 back in 2023. With the support and endorsement of the ESA, we're going to build a world-class event to serve the global gaming industry in new and broader ways than we already do at Reed Pop through our portfolio of world-leading events and websites. So everyone seems to be very excited about bringing it back, uh, especially to bring back the as as they say, titanic AAA reveals, earth-shaking world premieres, and exclusive access to future video games. So, your 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 goals may still be attainable. This makes me happy. I, like I have hope. Happy. <laughs> I have just, hope. That was the cutest little yay ever. That was just just yay. Because I'm gonna be hope. <laughs> Oh goodness! All right. Well, I, I guess we I have. I have some Kayla for some news for Kayla. Is what news for related? KK? I I have news for KK. First, oh, I got to bring her down so that I can bring her back up. Okay. So Emotion roller coaster. Oh, they love we have to feel me. we we have to feel old first. You oh, ready? Okay. Um, for the wrestling fans, twenty six years ago, the NWO was formed. Let that sink in. Yeah, you feel old now, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's okay. Disney fans, you're going to feel older because 40 years ago, Tron came out. Wow. Well, uh, I need a new hip now. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you saw Tron in the theaters, don't forget to take your eye. Don't don't forget to take your ibuprofen this morning. Oh mm. my god. Wow, not only did I see Tron in the theaters, but I begged my parents and I think we went back a couple of times. Does it count how much money I spent on the Tron video game, which was just the best? No, because everybody did. <laughs> Shit. Everybody did. Oh, man. I was really good at defeating the MCP. <laughs> Yeah, we're wow. really, really old. But the mm -hmm. light cycles were really tough. Now I need to go back and watch the original and the new one. So I have some toy news for Kayla. Oh, oh. boy. Um, Jurassic Park. Uh-huh. They've had six movies now. Yeah. According, uh, according, according to this article, there have been six. Okay, that sounds um, about right. Mattel has announced that they will be releasing a set of the Tyrannosaurus Rex toys. Okay. She had a name. What the hell was her name? It was like something silly, like Helen or something. Fastest fingers in South Florida belong to Joe. <laughs> I'm trying to do this with one hand because I'm being lazy. Google foo. Race that go. Jurassic Park. T. Uh, toy. Roberta. 
Roberta. <laughs> that was and it. there you go. I knew it was something mundane. Although apparently uh, at the time of the film, the folks on set were calling, uh, were calling it her Rexy. Do you say Rexy? And I think huge. it's Rex Manning Day. That was a few. Uh, that was a few months ago, I believe. Yeah. But Empire okay. will live forever. So is you said series? This is a series of so, all of the T Rex. Well, hang on. Tell me, tell me. Uh, it has a. Re- it has never enjoyed the robust action figure series that accompanies other major film franchises like Star Wars or Marvel. That's probably because the real stars of the movies are the dinosaurs and not the scientist kids and the rich old men accompanying them. Exactly. But for the Jurassic Park fans who have always dreamed of owning the cast of the films in plastic form, a major omission will soon be rectified and it will come with a toilet. I guess you gotta put the lawyer on the toilet. Yeah. Mattel has announced that it will be releasing a set of the Tyrannosaurus Rex and the first ever Gennaro figure. At San Diego Comic-Con, if the name Jannar doesn't ring any bells, that's because he's the uptight lawyer from the first Jurassic Park movie who gets eaten by the T-Rex on a toilet. <laughs> that makes me happy. Oh uh, the pictures from the article are, are absolutely amazing. Uh... I will go ahead and link the entire article so that Joe can put it out and everybody can read and look at these gorgeous photos. Too funny. Oh my God. That's amazing. It looks like him too. Holy cow. Y'all got to check this out. Uh, Mattel hasn't released the size or pricing yet, but it appears. Here's that it may be like a 3.75 inch action figure, the same size as the Star Wars Vintage Collection. So you can imagine the T-Rex is probably pretty big. Big, yeah. Does that mean we get a Jeff Goldblum action figure? Hmm. They don't say. (gasps) Oh! If you're not going to be going to Comic-Con like us, so sad, uh, you can still have your chance of buying one at Mattel's creation site. Beginning Friday, July 22nd at noon Eastern time. Oh my God. That is amazing. I really want to, I want, I, yeah, I need a Jeff Goldblum action figure. There better be one. Oh, too funny. That's great. Yeah. They do not mention it. They just mentioned the lawyer and the T-Rex. So maybe, maybe, huh? Uh, Picking on toy news, uh, McDonald's has announced their next uh, set of toys to go into the into the Happy Meals. And Marvelites, you're going to enjoy things because they're going to be Marvel toys. Oh boy! Uh, in conjunction with uh, Marvel's new movie, Thor: Love and Thunder. Thor McDonald's toys. No surprise that Disney and McDonald's have partnered up over the over the years uh, to release toys, including the Walt Disney World's 50th inspired toys, which Kayla absolutely fell in love with. Yeah. Um, now you can go because they have these Thor uh, themed toys. 
Um, I see Thor. I see Jane in the Thor costuming. You have Groot, Rocket, Loki, um, Star-Lord. You have Thor with helmet and without helmet. And it looks like Valkyrie. Does he have long flowing blonde hair? Can I brush his hair? Does it come with a brush? It should come with a uh, brush. No, I, I don't think so. I don't think that they have gone full My Little Pony on it yet. Damn it. But, you know, hey, send them a letter. Because, <laughs> hey, if there's a market, they'll make the toy. Right? Dear Marvel, I want to brush Thor's hair, please. Thank you. Get one of those, like, Thor, like a, a, a Thor head, like the Barbie heads. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. <laughs> you could do his makeup. Little guy liner. It'll be okay. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so That's I got amazing. one. I, I, I've got one last thing. Um, I, all I'm going to say is maybe you guys aren't ready for this yet, oh. but your kids are going to love it. take your geek point a back to the future i'm throwing up air quotes reboot end quote end air quote is coming in 2023 really now this is coming from inside the magic which uh, is not confirmed news but they're right a lot more than they're wrong um for decades many fans have wondered if a back to the future reboot will happen uh luckily for us robert zemeckis the writer and director and bob gale the writer and producer have long squashed any rumors that any reboot is coming Uh but there is going to be a back to the future reboot heading to the stage in 2023 it will be a musical back to the future the musical will take broadway to 88 miles per hour and beyond okay that i can get behind uh after experiencing cancellation in the uk due to covid back to the future musical is finally coming to broadway however it's currently playing at london's adelphi theater in the west end where it has been wowing fans for nearly a year so you will not need to go across the pond to see Marty McFly and Doc Brown do their stuff. Okay. That's cool. I wouldn't mind seeing that. My hackles get up at anybody besides Michael J. Fox. You know? Like, that whole crew was so perfect. And I just watched, if you get a chance to check out, I think it's on Netflix? I can't remember if it was Netflix or Hulu. One of them. Anyway, there is a documentary on Back to the Future that is really, really good. And they t- Zemeckis talks a lot about that, about like how they didn't want to do a reboot and how it was such a perfect film and all of that stuff. But a musical sounds like fun. For some reason, I think I remember at, at the end of that, they talked about the musical. Maybe. Uh, when they were going to do the, the West End version of it. Because I know like I think they had Christopher Lloyd on, and he was like, do I think we should do a, you know, Back to the Future 4 or anything like that? No. 
But if Bob's doing it and Marty's doing it and uh, the writer whose name slips my mind at this point, if they're doing it, then I'm in. Okay. So, but he was talking about it doing a four. But... Musical. Yep. I'm cool with that. That should be interesting. Yeah. I honestly, I'm going to be honest with you guys, I don't have a whole lot of news, and what I do have, I just found. Um, so I can run through a couple of things quick, and then I'll let Joe Joe take it, because things have been a little weird. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just haven't, haven't had a lot of time. We've been doing prep for other stuff. I had a... Um, I mean, I guess I'll talk about it real quick. Uh, very last minute and very rushed, but I ended up um, having a gallery owner want uh, my work in a gallery showing uh, this past week. And it was literally like she discovered me on Tuesday and the opening was on Thursday. Still awesome. So it was. <laughs> it was super cool. And the exhibit's there till August 9th. Um, it was an all-female uh, fiber artist um, showing, and it was super cool, along with a few other local artists and stuff. But if any of you have ever seen my page and seen the uh, kind of upscale, uh, upcycled uh, teddy bears that I do, the patchwork bears out of the upholstery samples, uh, I had a couple of them in the showing. So this week was hella hectic. Um but it was great, and I had a lot of fun, and I'm really thankful for for getting the opportunity to do it. Um, so I have a couple of little things. I thought this was. I thought you guys would get a kick out of this. I don't know if you've seen this yet. Um, there is a new documentary coming out called "He's Not Gonna Take It." And uh, it's a comic that celebrates D. Snyder's fight against censorship. Hmm. I, I, okay. I remember his testimony before the PMRC back in the day. Mm-hmm. V2 Comics is releasing a new graphic novel immortalizing D. Snyder's fight for free speech. He's not going to take it. will feature not only his epic testimony to Congress but we'll start from his childhood when he was frequently silenced and go through to today with his current efforts on social media. Thinking back on the iconic day in Congress, Snyder says, when I look back on that historic day, I think, how did I fit balls that big into those skin-tight jeans? Oh, yes. Um, so, yeah, it looks, it looks pretty cool. Definitely something to to follow and and check out. Uh, if you go to and I will send the link to Joe. Um, I found this on Geek Tyrant, and there's uh, there's a cool clip of his testimony in the article. Um, the graphic novel will feature uh, will feature writer Frank Marafino and artist Steve Kurth, and the cover looks amazing. So go ahead and Jeez. check that out. You can pre-order the comic. Um, it will be available in softcover, hardcover, and oversized hardcover, and a deluxe hand-sized oversized hardcover, and is available for pre-order now at Z2 Comics for $29.99. I think that's the cheap one, though. Not that's the, the standard. Hands- 
Not the, the hand-signed deluxe extra-sized. Yeah. Uh, standard edition hardcover is $29.99. Standard edition softcover is $19.99. Deluxe edition signed is $99.99. Okay. I will. Yeah, actually, that's not bad at all, considering what it is. Uh, I will send this, put this link in the chat so that you guys can see it. And so... Come on. Oh, I'm being lazy. I'm not at my normal spot today. What the blazes? Why won't it let me do what I tell you? I have one last thing that I just found. Do it. So while you are Futsing? getting yourself together, I can go over this. Cool. Um, if anybody listening happens to have the need to expand their Star Wars memorabilia. As we all do. Uh, Heritage Auctions. You're going to look up lot number 89567 and auction number 7269. This piece is a screen-matched Stop that ship blast them original stormtrooper slash sand trooper helmet from Star Wars episode four. So this is screen matched, which means that they authenticated it by putting it up with the movie and finding well more than uh, they actually found eight uh, pieces of Providence showing where this is and this is from the uh platoon leader of the stormtroopers that were on tatooine as the millennium falcon was blasting out of moss Eisley. nice super cool i like that want to guess what the opening bid might be oh jesus it's going to be stupid considering all that star wars is doing right now like a hundred thousand dollars or twenty five thousand dollars Keep going. Uh, $200,000. $300,000. Holy shit. Um, there's 11 days left on this. So by the time that it goes out to uh, this episode, will go out. That will be Thursday. So that's what? Three days. So you'll have a week, a little more than a week that you can go and bid on this. Um, they also have a one of the screen-used Hero E11 blasters from Episode 4. It does not say what Providence comes with this. Uh, it doesn't say what, what Providence they have, but it does come with a COA from Heritage Auctions. Uh, that's, uh, that, that's a little more affordable. $35,000 will be the opening bid. Uh, yeah, not too bad. So, and it's always fun to go to these big websites that 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 sell collectibles and stuff like that, and just see what they have um, that's out there. Mm-hmm. Stuff that you can buy that might make somebody really interest, might make somebody really happy. I mean, you know, here at the Geekiest Podcast, we are always willing to accept generous donations of Star Wars memorabilia. Yeah. Just reach out to the Kiki Spot across all social media. Oh, crap. 
Okay, well, speaking of Star Wars, uh, there was a new trailer released uh, for Lucasfilm's Light and Magic. It is a docuseries which chronicles the fascinating history of industrial light and magic. That sounds like it's right up our alley. Hell yeah. The picture is really cool, too. Um... So, of course, Disney Plus has released the first trailer and poster for Lucasfilms and Imagine docu- Documentary's upcoming documentary series, Light and Magic. The immersive series chronicles the untold history of world-renowned industrial light and magic, the special visual effects animation and virtual production division of Lucasfilms. Uh, the series comes from Loris Kasdan. Indiana Jones, The Empire Strikes Back, uh, who was granted unparalleled access, and he takes viewers on an adventure behind the curtain of industrial light and magic. Learn about the pioneers of modern filmmaking as we go on a journey to bring George Lucas's vision to life. Hey, we have a connection to industrial light and magic. Do we? Uh, that would be former guest uh, Blythe Kala. Blythe! Uh, they work for ILM now. Hook, hook a girl up, Blythe. We miss you. <laughs> We're very proud of her, by the way, and very happy um, for her. Them that they did this wonderful thing and and got in with with ILM. That is super freaking cool. Have you seen the new teaser poster for Hocus Pocus two yet? Mm-hmm. Yes, she's writing Roombas. It's hysterical. I saw that and I thought of UK. <laughs> That's I, I hope, you know, we've got two. I could do this. I hope hers are smarter than our two. Yeah, ours are kind of dumb. <laughs> well, I, I, I feel a cosplay coming. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, there's a couple other uh, women in our life that uh, we put the three of us together. That could work really mm-hmm. well. Agreed. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I apparently tonight I am on a documentary kick um, because my last little bit of news, also Star Wars related, sort of, uh, is there is a cosplay universe film set to premiere at Anime Expo and uh, and theaters this summer. Cosplay Universe is a new documentary from director Jonathan McHugh and Jordan Rennert that explores the diverse and unique world of cosplay, hoping to shine a light on an often misunderstood art film, art form, Kayla can speak English. The film will feature the international stories of Yaya Han, Kamu Cosplay, Shima, and Juan, Juan of Mexican Cosplay Team Twin Cosplay. World Cosplay Summit organizer and academic Ed Hoff, Lauren of Castle Corsetry, uh, Cynthia Tyler, Thomas D. Petrillo, and more. Um, there will also be one of the last interviews given by the late Stan Lee. Uh, oh. It took yeah, it took six years of uh, pre-pandemic filming at conventions across the U.S. to get a deep look into the subculture and bring to light the intricacies of the community. This looks super cool. 
they're quoted as saying, uh, while those outside the cosplay community may view cosplay as playing dress-up, cosplay has become so much more than that. Uh, the co-director Jonathan McHugh shares, it encourages self-expression in a uniquely inspiring way. In addition, it allows people to have a creative avenue to discover parts of their identity they may have been unaware of before. Reinhardt adds, we made this film as a tool for cosplayers to help their friends and family understand what their love of this art form is really all about. And that kind of chokes me up a little bit. I love that. I think that that's mm -hmm. really cool. All too often, subcultures are misunderstood and it's difficult for for them to explain to those that don't understand so to have something like that to go here look at this this is it is i think really really awesome so so watch this documentary and then watch the adam savage ted talk yes <laughs> absolutely agree um which by the way just for giggles um what did i do there it is i looked up the adam savage ted talk um and uh, because I remembered that it had a cool, Nick, cool title, and I couldn't remember what it was. And it's Adam, Adam Savage, My Love Letter to Cosplay. Uh, and it originally aired on July 15th of 2016. Um, so that might help you find it. Uh, and I have the link. We can I can send the link to Joe as well so we can put it in the show notes. Adam Savage has also done uh, a couple of other TED Ed and TED Talk uh, type things back in 2012 and 2013 that are very cool. Um, one of them that I absolutely love is my obsession with objects and the stories they tell. Um, and then the other one is how simple ideas lead to scientific discoveries. Uh, so if you get a chance to check those out, those are so cool. Totally worth the watch. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to send the link to you so you've got that one as well. So yeah, that's, that's all. Apparently I was very, uh, very documentary heavy today, but that's what I have. Always fun. Always good stuff. My turn? It is your turn, sir. So, uh, everyone knows that uh, we are huge upcycling folks, uh, Kayla and, and myself to a small amount. Not quite on her level, but uh, from YouTube user Epic Cardboard Props, uh, a video has been released on how to make a Death Star and Millennium Falcon replica out of cardboard. I saw that one and I didn't pick it. I'm glad you picked it up. So, yeah, uh, I got to say the whole idea I like. Um, what to but... do with all that pandemic delivery cardboard laying around your yeah. house because you can't throw it away because it's a really good box. Exactly. I do not before, have this problem. And before your cat <laughs> decides to eat it. Because <laughs> our cats would eat it. Yeah, or uh, the dog would shred it. Right. Uh, so I will. what I will do is I will put links to the video, the videos out uh, on our socials so that you can watch them and marvel uh, and, and maybe take some of that cardboard and Make something, and hey, if you can't make what they make, let your creativity run wild. Yeah, we totally want pictures if anybody makes anything yeah. cool. Yes, if you make anything cool, or you happen to make the Death Star or the Millennium Falcon, 
just uh, tag us in it at the geekiest pod. As we said, all our socials are tied to that. So there's that. Um, got a little little Marvel news. If anybody's interested in that Marvel, that Marvel stuff. Anybody? Yeah, a little Those bit. Those Marvel people, what are they up to now? Well, uh, it has been announced that Captain America 4, uh, which uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, creator and showrunner Malcolm Spellman is developing, well, they've announced who the director will be for the new film. And it's going to be Taika Waititi. Not Taika Waititi. Damn it. Oh, okay. Uh, Julius Ona of the Cloverfield Paradox that aired on Netflix. Uh, some folks are not too confident about that because the Cloverfield Paradox wasn't a good movie. But let's be honest, the uh, source material for the Cloverfield universe is kind of meh. Um, but uh, he also didn't have Kevin Feige uh, standing behind him, making sure he doesn't screw things up. Which you will hear. Um, of course, uh, Anthony Mackie will return as Sam Wilson, the new Captain America. Uh, we're probably going to see Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes. Um, and uh, maybe Emily Van Camp as Sharon Carter. Wyatt Russell as John Walker. And maybe uh, Daniel Brühl as Zemo. Um, right now, though, there's no details on uh, plot or synopsis or whatever. Uh, Spellman is writing the screenplay with uh, Dallin Musan, a staff writer from the series. Uh, and uh, maybe we will hear more from Comic-Con. Okay. Uh, also in Marvel news. Um, and, and Kayla and I have to, and maybe will too have to have to maybe, I have started watching some of Hawkeye, um, the Disney plus series. I'm not sure. I know Kayla hasn't. Not sure about you. I will. have watched all of them. Okay. Ah. That is why you're the geekiest, sir. Um, well, from the Hawkeye series, there is a character called Echo. Um, and Disney Plus is going to be doing a Marvel series based on Echo. And uh two stars from the Netflix Daredevil series are going to be reprising their roles. Uh, we are going to get Charlie Cox who is Matt Murdock, a.k.a. Daredevil, and Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. Kingpin. Um, and that has been wait, confirmed. Wait, 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 what? Uh, We're going to get Kingpin and Daredevil in the Echo series. I'm, I'm concerned about the timeline. You, you are more familiar with that series than we are, so what is the concern? Um, you started watching Hawkeye, right? Yeah, I but I don't remember it. You okay. have I have. You can spoil it for me. That's fine. Official warning to everyone else. It's been long enough. Yes. Do yes. tell. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio's character dies in Hawkeye. So how is he in Echo? Is this a prequel? Uh, is this here, a multiverse of badness thing? Here huh? it says... Uh, as for Kingpin, he played a big role in Hawkeye, and Echo was working for him. She eventually turns on him and then shoots him, but he's obviously not dead. Those two obviously have some major issues to work through because he is responsible for her father's death. Uh, so cool. they're pulling the dead but not dead thing. Okay. Uh, I guess that would fix the timeline issues. 
<laughs> uh, in the series, uh, it's the or the origin story of Echo revisits. Uh, is it Maya Lopez? I believe so. Uh, whose ruthless behavior in New York City catches up with her in her hometown. She must face her past, reconnect with her Native American roots, and embrace the meaning of family and community if she ever hopes to move forward. Uh, Daredevil is uh, going to be in uh, the. It's said that he is going to be in searching out a former ally. Um, and there is some speculation that this is going to be a setup for him to get his Disney Plus series, solo series, uh, since they have pulled the Netflix, Dis uh, the Netflix Marvel stuff into the fold. Um, uh, going to butcher this first name. Uh, Alakwa Cox uh, reprises her role as Maya Lopez, a.k.a. Echo. Uh, the, show the series is being developed by Ethan Cohen. <laughs> and Emily, uh, who are writers and executive producers. Uh, Reservations do Reservation Dog star uh, Devery Jacobs uh, has already been announced for the cast. The series also will star uh, Zahn McLarnan, Chaska Spencer, Tantu Cardinal, Cody Lightning, and of course Graham Greene. Uh, Yay! There is uh, no release date yet, but I'm sure we'll find out more. At Comic-Con. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Um, for those who are fans of George R.R. George R. Martin's uh, writing. Um, is he actually writing or is he just talking about writing? Uh, well, he was kind of talking about gardening and writing. Um, okay. But uh, he, he has said that in the upcoming... The Winds of Winter, uh, things are going to be different than how they were in the HBO series Game of Thrones. Okay. Some, some things will be similar, but events that happened in the show uh, may, not, may not happen the same way. Um, for those who have read the previous books... Uh, he discusses that he has some viewpoint characters and books never seen on the show. Uh, Victorian Greyjoy, Ariane Martell, Arya Hota, John Connington, Aaron Danfier. So there are some characters that we didn't get to see, some that we may have gotten to see, some that were slammed into three other characters because Weiss and Benoff couldn't figure out how to introduce characters. I mean, <clears throat> uh, but yeah. Uh, you, 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 okay, here we go. Geek therapy, Joe. Mm -hmm. Do you have something you'd like to share today? Um, when those two hacks stopped having Martin's work to work off of, they fucked it up, and I'm glad they didn't get their Star Wars stuff. It, I feel better now. Good. Good. We've made some progress here today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll send you the money later. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a quote from Martin. One thing I can't say in general enough terms that I will not be spoiling anything. Not all the characters who survived until the end of Game of Thrones will survive until the, until the end of A Song of Ice and Fire. And all the characters who died in Game of Thrones will die in A Song of Ice and Fire. Some will, sure, of course, maybe most, but definitely not all. Of course, I could change my mind again next week with the next chapter I write. That's gardening. And the ending? You'll need to wait until I get there. Some things will be the same. A lot will not. Um, 
Yeah. So technically, Winds of Winter uh, is supposed to then be followed up by uh, a, a, the last book in the series. And um, we are not over, we're at over 11, 11 years since the last book was released A Dance of Dragons. <clears throat> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that, that pretty much, I, I had a little bit of news about uh the, the the upcoming salem's lot uh basically the the release date has been pushed back so it's been pushed back for, it was supposed to be coming out this september now it's gonna have to it's gonna be pushed back till april 2023 uh the the the, re, the reason given by the studios is it's related to covid issues in the post-production process so makes sense yep uh I know we, uh, friends of mine went to Fan Expo Chicago this weekend, and unfortunately, everyone's favorite hobbit, Sean Astin, uh, had to miss after Saturday uh, for COVID. So just kind of be careful out there, folks. Yeah, we had uh, we had three cancellations at SuperCon uh, due to COVID. Jim Lee. Uh, oh, man. Freddie Prince Jr and uh i'm blanking on her name the young lady who played voiced over cora and uh avatar cora janet varney yes that's a shame i mean so yes it, no, COVID is no, still a no thing. jim lee no canaan <laughs> and no cora uh, i don't know still well, with us Hello. as they say it is what it is yep yep all right well, I would say let's go to the big board, but uh, we've already declared it. So, uh, Will, for your tireless work this weekend, for recording and getting me the, 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 the audio that we put out, and the, I'm going to assume, reams of... Do you people even know what reams are anymore? Yes. Okay. Well, the reams of photos that are going to be coming our way, uh, you are the geekiest. So, Yay. Let, let folks know where they can find you. Uh, good Lord. Uh, <laughs> Geekiest Will on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, as I said, Instagram will be getting far more things added to it as I have time this week and I get recuperated. Um, Twitter's far easier for me to navigate, uh, but I'll get them up. Just give me time. Who I'm going to pick. KK. Yes. Where can these folks find you on the internet or webs? Oh boy, okay. You can find me on the Twits at Talk underscore Kayla. You can find me on Instagram at Geekiest Kayla. You can find me on YouTube at Jade NSF Wizards. Uh, on you YouTube? Can... Did I say YouTube? You said YouTube. You I'm did. sorry, Facebook. Wow. Brain go melty. All the things. Do the things. Push the buttons, ring the bells, do the things. Um, if you would like to check out our now uh, gallery-shown artist in her natural habitat, and you are in the South Florida area, you can check out our little shop at 4148 Davy Road. Um, Secondhand Goddess is also located online at secondhandgoddess.net, where you can find our merch line as well as uh, other places that we sell stuff. And maybe eventually I'll get my artwork up there. Who knows? 
one of these days. Um, you can find me playing Jade on uh, the Not Safer Withered 5th Edition Actual Play podcast. Uh, but you will also, we're taking a little bit of a break from that, so you're going to be, uh, in a few weeks, I'm going to be running uh, a couple of one-shots for the group, so you can uh, check out my DMing style as well. Um, I am no longer hosting Out of Character, but please go show Gary some love at Out of Character. He's an awesome host and a lot of fun. Um, and of course, you can always find me here with the guys talking geeky stuff. I think that's it for now. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Jill. Yes? Where can our friends on the interwebs find you? Well, if you want to find me personally, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Demorgus. That's D-E-M-O-R-G-U-S, uh, where I post stuff all the time. Um, if you want to follow our podcast on social media, just go to the Geekiest Pod which we have said many times tonight. Uh, if you ever want to email us, it's thegeekiestpod at gmail.com. Um, I am also the DM of the Not Safe for Wizards 5th Edition Actual Play Podcast. Uh, so starting soon, we're going to take a little detour from the regular campaign, and uh, I'm going to be uh, running uh, part of a uh, one-shot I run for uh, those who are learning to play D and D. So I take most of my, I take the cast. I made them play first level characters. It's fun. Mm. Just, they go from ninth level to first level. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, it's a wild ride. Um, if you're going, Hey, I like listening to you on not safe for wizards. And I like listening to you on the geekiest pod. And I want to play some sort of tabletop role playing game. You need to go over to Mindflayed Mondays and uh, mindflaymondays.com, and you can hire me to either run a game for you in person or I can run a game for you online. So, again, that's mindflaymondays.com. Uh, Want to give a shout out to Dungeons and Dummies. Uh, the, a week ago, Friday, or two weeks ago, Friday now, uh, I got invited to join them. Uh, Morgan from Mindflayed Mondays. Uh, and we took on Vecna as 20th level characters. So that uh, that was fun. Uh, and if you go over to Dungeons and Dummies on YouTube, you can watch a stream of it. I will probably put that link in our show notes. Um, but you probably also saw me, re you, me tweeting that link a few times uh, two weeks ago. So uh, if you want to support this show, uh, you can leave us a review on whatever podcast uh, catcher you're using. Five stars would be nice, but hey, I leave that up to you. And if you're like, I really need to support this show, then you need to go to thegeekiestpod.myspreadshop.com and get some merch. Uh, and uh, I think that's it. Uh, as we mentioned, uh, cancellations in the con world because of COVID. Can't tell you how many friends I know who have, you know, let down their guard and have come down with the COVID. Thankfully, because they are vaccinated and boosted, it's a more moderate, mild version. But still, we need to keep getting vaccinated. Uh, if you have young children, they're able now to be vaccinated. So let's just get everybody vaccinated so we can maybe make this thing end because, you know, monkeypox is waiting for us. Um, and as always, this podcast believes. 
that Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, their body, their choice. We appreciate you listening this week, and we look forward to talking to you next week. Bye. Leave the world a better place than you found it, kids. It's important. Hey there, listener. Before we get out of here, just want to uh, ask you to do us a little favor. Um, two little favors. One, if you go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review there. Five stars would be great, but hey, we're leaving that up to you. And second would be share the podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever you think would enjoy a deep dive into geek culture. Uh, that would definitely help us. Thanks for listening. The preceding program was brought to you by Armored Bear Productions.